Welcome to Beyond the Games, your daily insight into Guernsey 2023. Proudly sponsored by SG Kleinwort Hambro's Bank Limited, Guernsey Branch and Jersey Branch. The cry has gone out to pack the dome. Fast-paced action and plenty of noise is being promised as Beausajour is transformed into a basketball arena. Peter Bosier tells us more. Beausajour is, for us, has always been our home of Guernsey basketball. Um, normally playing whipways crammed into court one with no runoff area and <laughs> lots of walls around us and things like that but it's been turned into an indoor arena so we've got a floor coming over from Sheffield with proper rollout rings like you would see on television at professional any professional games um, which is going to be lengthways across all three courts we're having a grandstand built along the back wall they'll be viewing and seating at either end and obviously up at the balcony um, seating capacity is going to be 750 people um, we think we can get, if fire allowances allow us and safety, we think we can probably get two to two and a half thousand people in there. Um, so yeah, I think it, it, I think basketball is going to be one of the biggest spectacles. Um, I know I'm biased, but to have an indoor arena effect, to have the crowd and the, no the noise of the crowd and music playing, I just think it's going to be a great event for people to come and see. Because basketball creates a special atmosphere as well, just the very nature of the game. Right? It does. I think it's a very fast-paced game. And even if you don't know the rules, there's bucket, basket to basket either end. Once you know someone scores, you know it's a good thing. And there'll be certain things that people will learn, I imagine, on the week as it happens. But it's so fast that people are always in awe. And everyone's so big. People, we found it last time we were in Gibraltar, like people were asking us for photos and autographs because you're walking down the road and a whole squad of six foot to six foot nine people is always a standout. And I think we have good community spirit within our team. And I think we're always happy to say hello to people and we're always friendly. And I think people can see our camaraderie as a squad and Hopefully that encourages people to come and watch us play. I mean, I guess, and the more people you get down there, the more people get sucked into the game. That's, that can only be good for the future of the sport as well. 100%. It's free entry. People don't have to pay to come and watch. Uh, we're encouraging people to bring their children, come and see it. We've just had youth games and we really encourage all those kids to come along and play. And hopefully a lot of them turn up and go, I want to play that sport. Um, we know we're not one of your key sports like your football, your rugby, your cricket. But we think we're up there with them now and trying to get that influx of people is always a benefit. And you can see that with our players now. We've got two junior players within our squad who have come through our Future Stars programme and they watch basketball and they're like, I want to play that sport. So imagine seeing it in the flesh at the Island Games. Hopefully that encourages people. And, and looking at the team, or both teams, I guess, really, um, what, what are our prospects? What are our chances? Um, I think both teams, the main objective is gold, if I'm honest. Um, that would be the dream for both. 
Um, I think the men have a tough draw because unfortunately there's only two groups due to nine teams entering. Um, but the winners of each group automatically go to the final. So there is no semi-final. And then the second place teams will go straight to a bronze final. In order for the men to get to the final, they're going to have to beat Cayman or Saramar, which is two big, big teams to get through. Um, it is possible. We have a great squad. Um, we showed that against Jersey a couple of weeks ago. Um, the women have a slightly better run-in, but they do have a semi-final to get through before they get to a final, um, which hopefully, if they can get to a gold gold final and redo what they did in 2003, that would be phenomenal. 20 year, years later, being a gold final is, a, again, the objective for the ladies' squad. And we, we've got some good heritage in the games in terms of performances and building those performances as well through the years. We have. Um, I think what happens with the ladies' squad, they always go in, in the, as a top four favourite. Um, Gibraltar was a learning curve for them because they took a very young squad and availability for more senior players wasn't good at the time. They had injuries with a ladies' squad. They had pregnancies. <laughs> So they lost quite a few key players that year. Um, so they didn't perform as well in Gibraltar as they have done previously. But in the last 20 years, they have finals under their belts. They have a gold, they have a silver, they have a bronze. Um, so for them, I think the squad that they have this time, I'd be very surprised if they weren't at minimum playing in the bronze playoff. But I think they can make the gold final. Um, with the men's squad... We seem to be fourth place wonders. Mm. Um, the other thing with the men's squad is we're in a tournament with very big established islands. Your Cayman Islands, your Saramars, your Mallorcas. Um, it's very difficult to see what they... Until you see what they turn up with, you don't know. Um, we managed to turn over Menorca in Gibraltar, which was a surprise to us, but we did beat them, which got us to the bronze player final. Um, Cayman may turn up with a younger squad and hopefully less experience, but you never know. But the squad that we've got today, we have a wealth of experience, but we also have a pool of youth in that squad who may not have that experience. But as a squad, we've been training hard together for well, it's a four-year project, isn't it? Like We weren't expecting to be waiting another four years from Gibraltar in 2019 to be playing our next Island Games. Um, so from our perspective, we've been working hard. We've got players come in, players gone out, players come back that we never thought we would expect to see in the squad again, like Martin Yabsey, for example, was after Gibraltar was, I'm done, but he's back. Our most established former professional player being back in the squad and having Martin around the squad is phenomenal. Like he's encouraging, he knows the game inside out. Um, so yeah, it's. I think we can we can get there. And has there been like a step up in intensity? Do you find like in the domestic league, but in training as well? Yeah. So domestically, from the men's and women's perspective, um, all the games are super close. Like, and that's done on purpose. We do our draft system within the men's league so that we can spread our island players out. Um, the Women's League, 
unfortunately due to the smaller pool of players we can't do that but we've had three teams this year all competing for the league which has been really good um, I can't talk from a women's perspective but with being the men's perspective I can see what the guys are doing training wise I think we're the fittest we've ever been um, intensity speed stamina I think we're ready for six games in six days which is what we could end up facing and I guess like that, that kind of tournament intensity adds another challenge to it as well day after day after day it does because we don't have that locally like it doesn't matter how many days you can train in a row it's not game speed and it's not game pace um, but historically what we've always found within our squads for both men and ladies as the tournament progresses we seem to improve which is great news and as long as everyone can stay fit and healthy for the whole week I think that's what will happen here because the more especially being at home because the more we go through the week hopefully the bigger the crowd gets and they're almost our 13th voice within that squad I'm going to throw a really general question at you but what, what is it about basketball what, why do you love the sport so much you've been involved in so for, for so long oh my goodness well this year will be my 27th year playing in the local league which makes me think oh my goodness how did I get to that and still be playing top level division one and being within an island squad now um, I just think the pace of the game is different um, my teammates my friends around me I just think we have this core we call ourselves the GBA family the Guernsey basketball family and I don't think that has changed from 24, 25 years ago to where we are today. Um, we're close-knit. We don't ever have... I hear whole stories about disagreements within other sports and in the years I've been doing it, we've never had that. I think basketball's just one of those sports. I think it's one of those sports that you have to be naturally talented to play. And it takes a lot of work to get to that get to the stage that we're at but it's not a sport that anyone can just pick up a ball and play the game it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication and it's so fast it's so fast and I don't think until you're sat on the sidelines seeing it you don't realise how fast that game is Do you have any ambitions for where you'd like to see the sport um, propel itself off the back of the games? Um, it's a really difficult one to answer Nick because for us, we don't have our own facility, which is, it costs us a lot of money to run our association locally. Um, we have been away and played National League for a period, which costs, again, a lot of money to get off the island and be able to play. Um, I think if we could play National League again, I think that would help the progression of our sport at a higher level. Um, which would also give the future generations an opportunity to play off-island, um, which I think is achievable in the next four years because we don't have basketball at the next four island games. So we're going to have to look at a new focus. And we purposely haven't looked at that until we've got this island games out of the way because that's obviously where our focus has been. Um, but I generally think that we may have to start looking at options off-island to progress where we need to be. In terms of on-island, obviously we were really hoping that the new school 
would have a full basketball facility for us to almost call our home that we could maybe share it with volleyball which was what the we were told originally um, that's obviously been put on hold um, due to various reasons um, but yeah if we, our own facility would be the dream but we know that that's not realistic so if we could live with what we've got or if a new school facility was built I think that would definitely help us enhance and develop our sport going forward. Yeah, that's brilliant. And anything else you want to add as well? Um, just come and support us, please. Just come to Beaux-Jour, find out what times Guernsey men and Guernsey ladies are playing. Um, we're going to be throwing around a hashtag, Pack the Dome. That's our slogan. Um, because we call Beaux-Jour our dome. <laughs> um, but yeah, come and support us. Like, if you've never watched a basketball game, take an hour and a half of one day from the 8th of July to come up to Beaujolais and see what it's about. Even if you can't make a Guernsey game, see the other islands because this is going to be the highest level of basketball Guernsey's ever seen. And it's going to be, I can guarantee it'll be a level above what we had in 2003 based on previous island games because every island games we go to the level gets higher and higher and higher. It's the same in every sport. And again, just come and see us, come and support, come and be part of the Green Army, find out what all the noises are about and come and pack the dome. That's what my closing message would be. That's brilliant. Hashtag pack the dome. Beyond the Games, proudly sponsored by SG Kleinwort Hambros Bank Limited, Guernsey Branch and Jersey Branch.